Let's not compete with each other. Let's work together, really. It's a very important lesson, I think. Yeah. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Where do we go from here? (laughs) I'm Todd Lyons. I'm Natalie Crandall. Colleen Tiernan. Joanna Finicchio. And I'm Joël Bourgeois. And this is the Innovate On Demand podcast. One Team Gov Canada. You may have heard of their breakfast meetups, virtual coffees, or their unconference and wondered, who are they? What do they do? Or perhaps even, why should you care? And if you're a regular listener to this show, you know that there are skeptics on our staff, but none so cynical that we're not open to being convinced. So, why not learn about this organization from the people who know it best? I think they'll surprise you. Welcome, everybody. Hey, thank Welcome. you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. I had a quick question for you. I was very curious. Uh, One Team Gov is a very interesting movement, uh, one which I think embodies what a lot of public servants think of as innovation and breaking down some barriers. What are your thoughts around that? Why is everybody pointing at me? This is Joanna, by the way. I have no idea, really. What are some thoughts about that? Uh, well, why don't you want to talk about innovation? Because I did hear you earlier say you don't want to talk about innovation. It's it's overdone. It's like everybody just puts innovation on, slaps the label, and it's like, oh, we're going to do something. And nobody can agree on a definition, which definitions are really important. Um, but nobody can agree on what it is. And I don't know that we're doing anything incredibly innovative. We're just bringing humans back to being human. That's really what we're trying to do, create a safe space for them so they can be themselves like we can be ourselves here today with you. So some would say that's actually innovative in the public federal context, but, you know. It's very novel. I think innovation speaks a lot to the what, what we are doing or what we want to do. And I think what we bring to the table is how should we do it and with who and who should we engage and how can we create the space for public servants to actually talk about innovation so what we're doing is not necessarily innovation. We're just creating the space for people to uh, bring up these ideas and and talk to each other and hope to make things better. And from my perspective, I think it's fascinating that you can connect with folks that are working in programs or working in operations or working in policy, and they've never talked to the other side of their program. Uh, and it's just, it's mind blowing to me how the policy folks have never talked to the program folks who have never talked to the front line. And so they don't have that perspective. And that's not even including, uh, you know, what does this all mean for the Canadians on the ground that are receiving the services from us as public servants? And that's what I, I just, uh, it's just shocking to me. Um, and I work in, in a government lab where we're enabling our clients uh, really to have the conversation and to to do things differently. And at the heart of it is, have you had the opportunity to connect with other people uh, to have that conversation? Thank you. That's actually very in- interesting because I find uh, a lot of times when I talk to innovators or, or people who label themselves or consider themselves as innovators in the public service, really the two themes that come up all the time are people and perspectives 
right, which is is critically important, is how do we incorporate, how do we get all of those perspectives at the table, if you will? And the other one is creating that space so that we can have a mindset and space to do work in a different way. Can I just give a really quick example? So we are sitting here at an unconference, which a lot of people are like, what in the world is that? Um, they came and they trusted that we would deliver something for them. They took a chance to come here today. And <clears throat> there was an activity that we did called the River of Intentions, I believe. And I just happened to be there earlier today. And a participant came up to me and said, hey, this is lovely, but next time can we talk about accessibility because this is not accessible to me. I cannot participate in this activity. It's great that you do it. I see a lot of able-bodied people doing it, but I cannot do it. So can you please think about that for next year? And from there, we had probably a good 25-minute chat where I said, okay, how can I do this? How can I include all of this? Can you please come and help us? And this is what we do. We literally, every time somebody says, hey, why don't you do this? I'm like, how about you come and join us and we'll do this together. Next time, we'll plan along with you. We'll take you along with us and help us help you basically. I know it's not everybody's business to educate us, but I'm really grateful for the people who do and give us the opportunity to get ourselves better because that's the only way we can deliver on these things. That is an absolutely beautiful example of really listening to feedback and incorporating it, moving it forward. Do you have other examples through the one team gov file where where significant things have changed and how you do things because of the one thing that I would mention is there was a conversation on Twitter a couple months ago, and it was, um, you know, a number of the the innovators in the public service, and they were saying, hey, guys, like, I think we should have this uh, a lunchtime session. The morning sessions aren't accessible to us. Uh, you know, it's really hard to get to. They're at 830 in the morning. Can we run a lunchtime session? And we said, you know what? Come and connect with us. We will provide you all of the information, the how-to, and you can take that. And actually, one of the seven principles is practical action. And they started then the lunchtime session and we were able to kind of pass on the torch, pass on the tools, pass on the how-to, and they were able to take that and, and run with it. Because um, uh, another thing that we wanted to talk about too uh, today is just the is just the how, because, um, you know, running a non-conference um, like this, what we hope and plan and dream for is that the day will be seamless, but there's a lot that happens at the back end and a lot of planning and, and organization uh, that happens to make it uh, successful. Uh, so for us, you know, it's really having that opportunity to kind of pass on the torch, show others how we can work differently together. The more simple it looks, the harder it was to plan uh, before time. Can I be a little bit cheeky? <laughs> of course. Yes. So, That's encouraged, actually. <laughs> literally, I want to, I want to, the only answer that I have for you, Nat, can I call you Nat? That's of okay, course. Right? Um, is She'll it's not innovation. <laughs> it's <Sorry>. not innovation. <laughs> uh, this is really serious, guys. Be quiet. <laughs> it's not innovation. It's hard work. And I think, you know, that's a little bit uncomfortable for a lot of people to uh, to really have that sit there and let it sit there. That's exactly what it is. It's hard work. Like I'm looking at Todd today. Todd literally booked 12 podcast sessions, which is insane. <laughs> right? It's it's hard work. That's what it is. That's what we're asking people to do. We're asking them to show up. I have no idea how you say that in English. Roll up your sleeves. Roll up, thank you. And and Just get digging in there. And we will include all perspectives and we'll all work together to create something for others. That's amazing. How does one get involved outside of just wanting to be involved and choosing to and spending your own 
work and personal time, I'm sure, on things like One Team Gov. Are there people here who um, have that as part of their job description, for example? Ray? Do you want to talk about Ray? Anybody? What do you want to say about Ray? <laughs> Ray, actually, and this Ray. is, well, this is something that, that I thought was really interesting because she made an agreement with her uh, management to have this done as part of her of her work duties. And she put that in writing and she had that put into her uh, performance measurement uh, discussions. So she can do this and not just on the side of a desk. And, you know, Joelle and I were actually talking about it today that, you know what, if this ends up being our job, well, we'll make it our job if this is what's needed for the public service, right? We're trying to create public good. If we can do it legitimately, without, not necessarily just outside work hours, then yes, let's mm -hmm. do it. That's very important, actually. I think that's, that would be a huge win. Mm. So there are some people then who are involved with One Team Gov who do it as either their regular job or part of their regular job. Mm -hmm. And then the bulk of the people who are involved are involved kind of on their own. I'm sure most people have supported their management. Mm. Yes and no. Do tell. Yes and no. Uh, well, for my part, I, I was lucky. I, I mean, uh, my manager understands that this is important. Uh, so I, I could take some time from work, but obviously the files that you have do not stop coming in, right? So uh, us three and two other colleagues, we've been meeting, uh, we've been using our Sundays for the six past Sundays. We've been meeting and working on this full time. Others uh, wanted to be volunteers uh, and they actually did not get the agreement from their managers. We were talking about someone from Montreal wanting to volunteer and her manager said, no, I'm sorry, you're not traveling for One Team Gov. And she said, okay, I'm taking a day off. I'm paying my home ticket. I'm taking the train and I'm meeting you guys there. So a lot of passionate people. Some are lucky. Managers understand. Others less. And I, mean, I feel like that's a story that shows how us at the working level in the federal government and Canadians are lucky to have people like your colleague from Montreal who's willing to stand back and say, you know what, this is worth it, this is important, and I'm going to do it myself. But that's not how it should be, yeah. right? Like I don't want to validate something that's actually not the way it should be at all. I'm just pointing out that we're lucky to have people like that. We are in government right now. We're talking a lot about how do we move on to a more digital space and so on. And people think about the tools. But this mindset of helping people to talk to others, getting people to be engaged in government, that should be actually be like cheered on, not repressed, right? I mean, this is the important part, not thinking about what the tools will be using to telework or what tools will be using and so on, right? That's amazing. And do you have engagement with other levels of government as well? We do. We are so, so flippin' lucky. <laughs> uh, we have City of Ottawa represented here. We have City of Barrie represented here. Uh, we have some folks from the federal level in uh, different... I just found out that we have somebody from Quebec City who made it all the way here, mm. um, which is kind of amazing. We have folks from Toronto. We have the Ontario Public Service represented here today. And we have a bunch of non-government uh, organizations. We have a few nonprofits. So um, our friend Gail from MyTax uh, was downstairs. So the whole point is that everybody is welcome. Everybody, this is open to everyone who, who wants to contribute. You want to contribute to make the public sector better? Of course, we're going to welcome you with open arms. How could we not? This totally rabbit holes me into a conversation about 
why we want everybody at the table and why we want perspectives and to hear all of this, it's really interesting. We're not in competition. There are enough problems to go around and to innovate around that we will ever know what to do with. This should be a cooperative game. If we're talking about games, this should be about cooperation, about relationship building, about bridge building. We are never and we should never be in competition with each other. But who's going to get to a solution first? Who's going to have the most innovative solution? No, there are seriously enough challenges for everybody to go around. You get a challenge and you get a challenge and you get a challenge. Um, so let's figure them out. Let's not compete with each other. Let's work together, really. It's a very important lesson, I think. Today, obviously, you get a lot of people coming to us, right, and saying, oh, you ran that activity. That was really well done. Thank you. We want to use that in our department or we want to use that in our organization. Uh, what can we do better? Uh, and that's great. And there are other people who are seeing us and thinking these guys are one team gov. Mm -hmm. But it's one team gov. We're all one team gov. You want to run something, run with it. We will be here to advise you. We are three people. We, the core group organizing this um, conference were five or six people. We cannot run conferences like this every six months. So we need people, dedicated people, if they want to run something, if they want to organize something, Go with it. We are here to advise, give our lessons learned on how the past two ones have been. Uh, but yeah. Is this a call to public service activism? It is. Totally. Absolutely. Totally. And, and yeah. I think I think part of the challenge is that in our system, this call to action, this activism has been largely, you know, beat out of us for those of us who have been around uh, 15 years. I think the culture is starting to shift a little bit and it's starting to be more accepted. But maybe that's in the more forward departments. Maybe that's more in the central agencies. Like, what about the line departments? What about the service delivery departments? Like, it's really difficult difficult for them to see the value in busting the silos and having the conversation and creating the safe space to bring people together. They're very much in this uh, protectionism kind of uh, mode of operating, and that's what we need to stop. So people almost ask us, often for permission. And we're like, you don't need our permission. We will support you. We'll, we will provide you with some tools. You can do this. You, you can create this space yourself. But people, I don't know, don't know how. I have, I know I have a, uh, an amazing example for this. So <laughs> guess how many layers of approval the video announcing this unconference took to get published on Twitter? I'm scared to know. Anybody? Six? Zero. Zero? Zero. I was going to ask your management team, you exactly. had to approve it, but I didn't want to blow your story. <laughs> because, because Emma Rose says, you know what? I want to do a video to announce this. We're like, okay, you go for it. You've got time. You've got the skills. She put together the video for it. We QA'd it. We made sure that quality assurance was there in terms of typos. Then we kind of gave a couple of tips. Oh, do you think if you maybe add a little bit of background music? She's like, oh, okay, I can do that. All right. She did it. She published it and it has over 3,000 views. Amazing. And it just went out there. Hey, guys, I'm publishing. I'm going live. Okay, yeah. cool. You go for it. You do it. And no complaints. The world didn't end. Uh... Self-managed, multidisciplinary team. Wow. Distributed. Right there. Distributed. We can do great things. Yeah. If we're allowed to. And I feel like we're having a whole side we're episode where we're to. talking about yeah. like the dangers of governance and authority and 
And you know, and that, you know what the thing is. I tell I, you know the question comes up sometimes. You know about values and ethics. And you know what? We're all if we're public servants. Anybody who's listening who's a public servant knows or should know the the code that they're, they signed up to abide by. They signed up to be a public servant. They have to sign this value and ethics code. They should know what they can and can't say or do. We're not here to police them, right? Mm-hmm. But we're here to trust them. I trust you. Colleen and Nat and Todd and Joanne, that you know exactly what you're supposed to do. And if you don't, you can ask for help. You can ask for advice and guidance. But I trust that you know what you're supposed to do as a public servant. So why then should I constantly just surveiller, right? I don't, I'm not here for that, right? Go and do what you need to do. And one thing that I didn't want to so mention. trust your folks. Trust your folks all the time. Do you know what they're doing? <laughs> Surprise, but <laughs> One thing is you asked something a little bit earlier about how people can get involved. And again, cheekily, I can say, we will find you. <laughs> Put up your hand. <laughs> Anytime you talk to any of us, look us up on Twitter so you can see our faces. Chances are if you talk to us, we're going to rope you into something, just like we roped the two of you into this today. And we are so eternally grateful for that. But really, that's what we do because honestly, the more I think about it, the more I realize that we're, we're really just a platform. So imagine that we're, we're holding our hands together like this and people can just step on that platform and we'll give them a boost up wherever they want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you where you need to go, but you tell me I need to go somewhere. I'll boost you up. I'll throw you up there as hard as I can. If you follow the principles. Back to the principles. Back to the principles. principles. Thank you. So I guess we'll be seeing you at the next conference again. Unconference. Of course. We're going to unconference everything now. They'll rope us in. We will rope you in. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, you've nailed your sale pitch with your ADM, who's always asking me to develop a new unconference on this, an unconference on that. There you go. Which I always think is great. I don't know if the HR world is ready for an unconference, but I'm willing to try. If they're not ready, it's the right time to do it. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you would be surprised, I'm sure. Well, thank you so much for having us today. Thank you. Thanks great. for coming. Thank, thank you. Great discussion. Yeah. You've been listening to Innovate on Demand, brought to you by the Canada School of Public Service. Our music is by Grapes. I'm Todd Lyons, producer of this series. Thank you for listening. Thank you.